Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Then tell me you are nothing and your opinions on Samaritans mean mixed people. Bible means little book, and Adam means mankind. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, I'm going to give you something else that uh, I want you to take a look at. There's some new things. I, I, every week I try to come with something a little new, some more information. I would like for people to look at Matthew, the 18th chapter, uh, Matthew 10th verse, if your Bible have it, because you know every time you look at somebody's coming out with a new Bible, George Schumer just come out with a new Bible, you know, George Myers, Jay, so all of them have their own Bible. So we be reading versions for versions, even though we use the King James Version, we steal a version from the Bishop Bible, Geneva Bible, other Bibles that was out. Um, if you look at some Bibles that have in Matthew 18 and 10, they do not have verse 11. You will not find verse 11 in Matthew 18. You will not find it or it won't have verse 11. It will go from Matthew 18, 10, from 10 to the next verse will be 12. Also, if your Bibles are more concurrent, uh, with better information, when you look at St. John, the seventh chapter, it will tell you 50 to verse 53 was added much later. It was, it was added later on in the book. And also in St. John, the eighth chapter, also your book will give you uh, from the footnotes, according to what Bible, how, how old it is. The footnote will let you know that in St. John, the eighth chapter, Verse 1 and 2 11 was added much later. So I just like to give and keep your informative of certain things. Just letting you know I'm not here to turn any way from the Word of God, uh, from the Bible. I just want to be more planted in God, more by God. And the whole thing about the Bible is to try to get the people to look to God and take their focus off man take your focus off the situation, or look to the hill which cometh to help, and realize that your help cometh from the Lord. So um, I have other words also. You know, we use the word hell, which means unseen, haze, or the place of state, of a departed soul, grave or grave. That is, uh, it, it says, and you sometimes be brought down to hell. It is, um, you got to have that's the deep meaning of it. Of unseen haze, a place, state of departed soul, grave. That is the deep meaning of it. You have the Greek and you have the Hebrew meaning of the word. Sometimes the Hebrew word would not correspond with the, the Greek meaning of the word. So they have.
have uh, different meanings. Uh, and hell in, in, the, in the Hebrew is the deepest abyss of Hades, to incarcerate in eternal torment, cast down to hell. So you have this, as I said and stated again, you have different meanings of uh, the word hell. That is coming out of concord, uh, 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 the concordant uh, book. Uh, Eden means delight of pleasure. Um, you have church. Church is being called out or symbolic. The gospel, gospel, the word church is used only by Matthew in 18 and 17. And it comes out of other words, but most times they use congregation. So we have to realize that uh, the words are foresight according to in Hebrew and in uh, Greek. So I just want to bring that to your attention, that it's other words, other meanings, everything. So what we think it might mean in, uh, in Greek, it don't mean the same in Hebrew. I'm going to go ahead on and we're going to read from Isaiah, the ninth chapter, starting at the first verse, and then we have finished at um, uh, the tenth verse. It says, nevertheless, the goodness, I'm coming from the, King James, the Holy Bible, King James Study Bible, which is the King James Version. As I said, when you look at it, it says version because it was copyright from other different Bibles or different books. Nevertheless, the goodness shall not be such as was in her vexation. When at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephi, and afterward did more grievously affected her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan and Galilee of the nation. The people that walked it in darkness have seen a great light, that, that they that dwell in the land of, of the shadow of death, upon them have the light shining. Thou hast multiplied the nation and not increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest, and as man rejoice when they divided the spoil, for thou hast broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every battle of the warrior is this confused noise and garment rolled in blood. But this shall be the burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David, and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from hereforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The Lord sent the word unto Jacob, and it had lightened upon Israel. And all the people shall know from and the inhabitants of Samaria that say in the pride of stoutness of heart, the bricks are falling down, but we will build a huge stone. The sycamores are cut down, but we will change them into Peter. I'm going to stop right there. Um, uh, Elder, uh, sir, yeah. you want to sign a little bit, Professor? 
So, you see, people don't understand the, the words of the Bible. That's why they just got that King James Version. It's a whole lot different from a study Bible, a reference Bible, or, or the book. The words mean a whole lot different. And we, I just want to say, thank you, South Carolina. You're on. God bless you. She's been reading. That's why I wouldn't say it before. Uh, we have to search books. You have a lot of books. If it was 360 days in a year, you had 360 days of Bible, different Bible for each day. And so they got 66 books in, in that version. And so with the other 240. So you have to get the other books to go with it so you can get the true knowledge of Christ and do the thing like he wants you to do. But as long as we don't want to do that and listen at what my pastor say, read for yourself and get your own knowledge. And that's all we want you to do. That's why we give you the follow-up books and all these different books to read for yourself and tell you to get other Bibles. You have a lot of Bibles out there. And you can go on the Internet and order Bibles, and it will tell you the truth. And it's more accurate, and, and, and especially that New Testament. That New Testament is crazy. That's why the so-called Jews never go in the New Testament. They stay in the Torah. So it's, it's a reason they stay in the Torah. Because the New Testament, they change everything around for their own person to use. That's why the government, you see how the government, the government supposed to run like God says it's supposed to be run. It's supposed to be just understanding for each one, not the rich, and the rich get richer, and the poor get poor. That's not no gesture, and that's not how Christ wanted to be. But we we got to understand the word and go to pray and get down on our knees and pray. If we go to pray and God will change things around, but if you don't sit there, I, I know my pastor right. Yeah, you know your pastor right. But you read for yourself and get the understanding. But God knows there's a lot of books out there that give you a lot of knowledge. And me, pastor, seeing different Bibles all the time. The same books she had, I had the same book. And I had them for years. And she had heard for years. So you have to you have to study. That's why you say study yourself and show yourself approved. But people don't want to study. They go to church and, and, and weigh it down and come back out, weigh it down. And nothing going on. And so that, that that's no good. That's a healing process when you go into the temple. Not be weighted down, you go in, weighted, and come back out, weighted more than you went in. So that, that ain't that ain't helping you none. And they're not teaching you the good news of the Heavenly Father. So that's the main thing. Teach the good news of the Heavenly Father. You're going to return again. And you better get your house in order. But we don't want to do that. You sit there and don't never open the Bible up to, to go to church on Sunday. Bible got all that dust on. got to wipe it off. So that's not of God. You got to study. You have to uh, study. As you were saying, uh, Elder is you need to use of a book, of a, a Bible, but many Bibles and all of the versions. And from a version that said uh, Geneva, Bishop Bible was out before the King James Version, which came out in 1611. 
uh, the King James Version came out in 1611. But also you have Bob is just footnotes, and everyone has a different story. Now, as you were saying, I'm, I was looking at, when you go to Isaiah 9 and 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and he shall, and his name shall be Counselor, Wonderful, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government, he shall there be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it and the judgment and the justice for him for even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts of this. As me years ago looking and reading of the book, and everybody, he said the, 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 the book, the Bible was inspired by God and written by man. And as it says, Jeremiah 8 and 8, it says, describe people can and change things. Things can be changed, no matter how it is. You know, I can, God can inspire me to write a book, and as others write Bibles, whatnot, you still have uh, revelations, God gives you things to write and say, but then you'll put yourself within it. Now, for, for us and me for years, for unto a child is born, unto a son is given. Then it comes around Christmas time, this what they put within the the the, uh, the rest of the word of God, saying, and God says, for us, unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called. But they put this in from Isaiah 9 and put it with uh, uh, Jesus being born in the New Testament. But as in my readings and my study, Isaiah 9, really, if you read, uh, go look at Isaiah 7, 7, and um, I think it's 7, hold on just a minute, uh, 7 and 14, it says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. You will also find that in Matthew 1. And um, um, I have different Bibles. In 22, it said, And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said to the prophets. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, that according to the Bible, which Bible that you have, this Emmanuel was spelled I-M-M-A-G-E-L. Now, before before they keep uh, bringing out new Bibles, it was spelled in the New Testament E-M-M-A-G-E-L, saying God is with us. But what's saying here that they put wonderful counselor Prince of peace, and his name shall be count and mighty God and everlasting Father, and the priest of his government and peace. And they say, this like in this for the Old Testament, this is a kingdom. This is a child that uh, God is going to bless the king with for a virgin. And people have don't really have a, a understanding of a of that saying when it comes to a virgin. Now, according to what Bible you're reading. It says in one of the books in my footnote, it said a virgin is translated 
and uh, the Life Application Bible, the NIV. Their footnote says, a virgin is translated from a Hebrew word used for an unmarried woman old enough to be married, one who is sexually mature. That's what they say. Uh, and they have that according to what who studies what words they're given. But this is what they're saying about a virgin in, in, in the NIV. The life that is a, a virgin is translated from a Hebrew word used for an unmarried woman, old enough to be married. What that means is that she's, old, uh, she's never been married and that so she is a virgin, so for a man to live for bail. Now, I look in another Bible I have. They have more information saying in Deuteronomy 22 and 24, a betrothed woman which is called a wife, although the preceding verse speaks of her as being a virgin, that said she be married. So we in today, we look at a virgin as not having sex. But back in that time, in that culture, a virgin was a woman that wasn't married and old enough to be married. Everybody has their culture and their custom on where they're doing things. So it's saying here is to be married. During the patrol period, sexual unfairness was uh, considered adultery. That's why when you look at it, it came to Joseph and wanted to put Mary away because of what happened. But they wasn't married in like saying you're being engaged. But really a virgin was considered a woman not married. Not so much for sexually as she's a virgin and never been cut. So that's why I'm saying we have to get a better understanding of the of, of the word and of the Bible. It said I know it say line by line and precept by precept, but it say here a little, there a little. But they take Sometimes they take a scripture and put it with another scripture, but it's, it's like people have different footnotes, and footnotes are is information underneath what that you're reading. They have footnotes. So given this what it's saying here, a virgin is an unmarried woman. It's not so much it's saying, oh, she uh, having sex. It's an uh, unmarried woman. So we have to look at things. It's just like I was saying, um, somebody sent on uh, Facebook a young uh, man, 80 years old, and his bride was eight years old, but she died from having sex. But that's their culture and their custom. We over here can get upset about it, but why? That's the way they do things. He paid his dowry for her to the family, and so that was his wife. She had another one who was 84 years old and married a 12-year-old. He paid his dowry for to marry her because so she's not she has not been touched. Now that culture there, that was I'm a kid. So as time go on, things change and it's always changed. Like when they said a virgin was an older mature woman, old enough to be married. When uh, even though I'm going on from Isaiah nine to going to Matthew, looking at this when it came to Joseph and Mary. Joseph was already married and had kids already. He was like 40. Mary had to be around 12 years old when he was so uh, uh, married. They was in a, uh, an agreement, an engagement, 
And what he did is say, like, being engaged, and he went away. He, he went back home. He went back home prepared to come back a year later to get together. And then be married to build a house and put everything together to, to live together. So that's why we say when you look, you have to look at some things. And we're saying that um, another creature, going back to Isaiah 9, of the creature of his brother and a peace. And, and you have a scripture say, he said he ain't come for peace, he came for war. So when you say the government, he come for peace, when you look at the New Testament, he said he's not for peace, he's for war. So we got to have, as our elder son said, we have to read. We have to read and get a better understanding of the words of God, that the better understanding what is written. As I said, Bible means book, little book. So when you read it as a book, you compare because they have other scriptures that you compare, compare notes with, and you have footnotes or not. You can read, take another Bible, because I have, like I said, a different Bible. that the King James Version. I have NIV. I have the Chronicle Bible. I have the Archaeological Bible. I have the New Jerusalem Bible. I have the Message Bible. I have Bibles, and I compare notes. So, and it doesn't, not all of it does not line up. But even though it's the same system, it's not read the same way. Even though it has footnotes, every footnote is not the same because we know it's plagiarism. And we know that back then they didn't have book rates and centuries ago. They really had <laughs> sold very long then. So they had to that economize and downsize the, the writings of the word for people to get a better understanding. So we say we have 66 books of the Bible, but we got to realize there are more than 66 books of the Bible. But because we're canonized, canonized that they put in what they want and they took out what they want. Just like earlier, I don't know who was on the line. I said if you look at, according to your Bible, if you look at Matthew 18 and 10, you will find Matthew 18 and 10, and then the next verse is 12. It does not have verse 11. Why is that? You you, you look at, uh, if you have good, a good Bible and a footnote, if you look at St. John, the seventh chapter, it would say, 53rd verse, it would tell you it was added much later. If you have the Bible, some Bible tell you that St. John, the eighth chapter, and back then, it didn't have from uh, 1 to 11. It was added much later. So things are subject to change. Let's say when they had the, a meeting at the 19th Council, they, it was decided what was going to be put in and what was going to be taken out. So just to say, as I keep saying, I'm not here to tell anyone from reading, reading, and we need to read this book. We need to read this Bible. We need to have a better understanding that was taking place because this Bible has been telling us all along what's happening then, it's happening now. That's why I say it's nothing new under the sun. It says that. See, the action is nothing. So all of what's going on now has taken, has, has taken place back then and it's taking place now. A man is taking the land and it's taking land. Uh, uh, putting people back to slavery, have people in slavery, want to put us back in slavery, you know, and, and taking them from their homes and bringing them to other parts of the land and sending them back to the... We're going through all this right now. 
thing. So if we had a better understanding of giving to us the right way, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in. But for now, I just say that I'm not trying to deter anybody. I just want people to realize that no matter how we read it, what we think about it, there is a God. There is a God. And that's the whole thing is about this Bible is talking about how we got away from God. That's why I said obedience better than sacrifice. When they say they're obedient to God and follow the direction and leading of God, they was blessed. If God says, don't do this, he said, listen, don't mix among the people in the word of God, because if you mix them, they're going to turn, turn you away from God. That's what happened. I mean, when you turn away from God, then I'm going to destroy. I'm going to uh, uh, destroy the people. I'm going to destroy the land. I'm going to have you in bondage. And that's what happened because we turned away from God. The whole book part is to turn us back to God for seeing from what people have went through by turning away from God. And Jesus came on the scene. He came back for we had turned back to God. We can't for the things we have done, and turn our face and turn ourselves back to God and, and, and let God have his way. Let him lead us and guide us in the way that we, we go. So I'm just saying here that when it says that a child is born, I know Jesus came, his ministry didn't start. He only stayed here on earth for three and a half years. He didn't really build what kingdom. What kingdom did he build? He was only... He, this missionary, he said, I'm about my father's business. I thank you, and John. He, uh, John 17, I thank you for the ones that you had given me. He said, he had to do it for what kingdom did he really build? Even though he told Peter, upon this rock, you shall build my church. Now, we know that as Jesus quote from the Old Testament, Jesus taught in the synagogue and in the temple. He didn't teach in the church. But he said, Peter, but the word says, and Peter, you shall build on this rock, you shall build my church. Yes, Peter did build a church. But Jesus didn't build because he, he taught from the Old Testament. He talked about, I didn't come to great, come here to do away the law and the prophets. He didn't come here to get to them. He came to save. So all his missionary was he said, but to say that the government, the government then, then, uh, crucify him because of what he was doing. He was established to them. He was established a revolt. He had uh, so many people follow him that they were said that he would make a kingdom, a build a kingdom. And they was the king and they had the power. They were sitting on the throne. So uh, that, that the priests and the elders and the chiefs were fearful of him. And that's why they had him crucified. It wasn't any people that had Jesus crucified, it was the elders and the priests because of the ministry that he had and the following that he had. Even though he had a lot of following, some dropped off, but he still had people that believed in his miracles and signs and his wonders. So I just say what I'm just saying to each and everyone whom is listening, just get a better understanding of the word. Just read, read the word. And ask God to give you revelation knowledge of the word. And and, and and he will show you things that you have not even seen that's hidden in the words of God. And his word is ever manifest. And then you'll have a better understanding 
because my heart just goes out at, like I said, every time I come on just to hear so much going on with our leaders in the house of God and our people are getting this, this downhearted and disappointed and discouraged and this, this all was taking place. But the whole focus is trust God and, and just believe in him and lean on him and he'll make everything all right. So if anybody has something to say, Elder. Uh, no, no. South Carolina, you want to say something? South Carolina. But uh, that's not going on because on your job, I don't care how Satan do on your job. If you have God in your heart, in your mind and soul, you can make Satan flee from you. You don't have to worry about nobody bothering with you. But they don't they don't have enough faith in God. You have to have that faith. That's all a lot to do. Faith. But if you don't have that faith, Satan will worry you all the time. I don't I don't be worrying about people saying things or talking about what he's gonna do. I said only in my heavenly father's hand. He can even fight your battles and he will fight them. But you got to have the faith. And he's not going to come when you want him to come. He's going to come when he get ready to come. And people have to understand that. That's what he come to do. Yes, it comes. Jesus said in the word, the kingdom of God is at hand. When you really have in just study, it's, it's saying, and it's told down here, the nation, it's saying it's nation time, it's, it's time for us to stand up and fight for what's right. Jesus, when he came, he came and he gave his life for what was right. How the people were being mistreated, how the things, the projects, things they were going through. And in this whole Bible, it talks about all what had taken place, all what they've been going, going through with the you get one king that might do right. You get the next king one. The father, his father won't do right, and it's just an ongoing cycle. And, and you just, just had Obama just leave office for the eight years to do right by the people. Now he had Trump in office, and now what he's doing to the people. So it's the same thing in the, in the word of God. You have some that do right, and you have some that just not going to do right. But the whole thing is, you don't have to worry about what's right and wrong among people, because God is in control of all things. He can turn the heart of man. We can, we can, all we can do is pray. All we can do is keep the faith to change the heart of man that things will be done right and be done in decency and order. So that's why Jesus came and tried to get the people to come and turn back to God. So as, as I said, my whole thing is read the word of God. As I said again, I get a better understanding, get wisdom, get knowledge of, of, of what is, uh, is being said in the word of God. What is, what is, what are we supposed to get out of this? What are we supposed to learn from this? Why, what, when, and how, and where? It's, it's all of that needs to be known. Well, why did we shake them? Why did um, change your table? Why did uh, 
and God, he got angry and it brought a flood. And why? Because the word will tell you why. Why? Because the people can't show wicked. They just turn away from God and start worshiping idols and worshiping all other things that they didn't feel they need God. And we some of us do it all the time. When we get in a crisis, we call on God, but when everything is all right, we don't need him. And that shows all the time. You know, so I, I just say, um, we'll keep reiterating that. Get an understanding. Get a better understanding. That's what you have to, I'm sorry. That's what you have to do. Uh, someone right in there that's not, uh, see, I, that is Pam now, so you be telling me the question about have faith in God and believe God is going to do it. And that's what you have to do. You have to do that. I thank you very much. I always, I always confrontation them and I tell them, have faith in the Christ. I don't care what's going on. You put it in Christ's hand. It will work out. And I don't care how bad and how nasty it is. After a while, by and by, God's going to fix it up for you. He ain't coming when you want it. He's coming on his time. And so that's what we have to do. And if we do that, you ain't got to worry about nothing. So if you got God in your heart, and so share with him, the devil can't touch you. The whole world couldn't touch you. You have to have his consent. And you have to be right with him. You just can't say, I'm a servant, you know, run to these churches on Sunday and talk about serving him. No, you got to serve him seven days a week, 24-7. And that's when you're doing the right thing. And as you're doing it, and then he will open your mind and your heart up to his word and tell you where to go in different scriptures to read and get the understanding of his word. He will tell you in the spirit. He will tell you where to go. But you got to have faith and trust him. All of your understanding. Not man. Trust God for your understanding. I tell people all the time, I was, I was crazy too when I first stopped going to church. Raised up in the church. And when I got, had my neck broken, that's when God revealed that Bible to me. And then I said, Lord, they ain't doing, they ain't never doing nothing right here, what you say do. And I've been reading that same old King James Version, and he was showing me the different scriptures, what they were doing, and what he was saying to do. So you, you have to read. And that's for the understanding. And he would teach you. You got to realize that Jesus even prayed to his father for uh, understanding and to get through the plot he was going through when he was in a God of Gethsemane. You know, you know, he was really wanted this cup to pass from him. He didn't really go in and pass over and say Resurrection Sunday. You know, he had to cry to his father because what he was going through. So the same thing. You, you just cry out to the heavenly father and he see he see you through. The main thing you have you know there's a God and he's the only one to see you through whatever you're going through. And he will bring you through it all. It's it's uh he was just here or he came down as a say in, in flesh amongst men, amongst the, the, the people. It's shown the, how God really works when you just rely on him. And as I have said, he'll let you know things 
when you even read in the scripture, when you feel so down and hearted and disappointed, just meditate and get quiet and tell you go read Psalms, they say 23, or go read uh, 1 Chronicles uh, 12 or something like that. And then when you read that scripture, it, you can feel it as a part of you because it's what you're going through. That's how God works. So God knows all things. You know, it's nothing hidden from him. It's just that he's trying to get us back to focus on more on him and not focus on what are we going through and what, what part and how you're going to make it and how what's happening and all that. Just just keep his face each and every day, you know, and, and you will make it through. Just, just trust him. He's a healer. Uh, uh, and even if you don't send somebody in the midst of the storm or what you're going through, and now they send their signs because if you look up into heaven and there's certain things, you'll see the signs that he said he was going to send that, you know, you want to, find, you want to see a sign in the sky that he, he's coming back. And see, people looking for uh, a man is coming back, but when God is coming, he's coming back. He's just coming back. He's coming back with signs that's making changes within the universe. And as he said also, when this thing is only going to be a rhythm, why? Because no, everybody is turning their way. They face some God that is teaching God that when you get caught up into the situation, you you won't be left behind. That God will be right there with you. But because we like the Word of God, you know all these what we go through every day. Even though you hear the Word of God, when you get out the door, you don't forget what you didn't hear when the preaching I'm preaching. Because the world, the tears of these words, then took over that you can't even have the mindset to say, no matter what the kids of this world is, I'm still going to thank God. I'm still going to trust God. I'm still going to believe in God. See, that thing is we look at Jesus and God, but the man focused God sent his only begotten son, which is Jesus, on this earth. But his main focus, the main focus is God. Jesus just came on earth as an example to show the work is in how God works through man. So we have to get a better understanding, but we got to understand also that man do change things. Man can change words. Man can change a lot of things. We got stuff that's going on every day that man is changing. Uh, our president is making changes to the law, what a, what a farmer put in, in, in law, and he's making changes to take it out. So man take a pen and he changed things. But so we just let you know that things can be changed. And things will be changed. But the but God never changes. He always stay the same. So I as I said, we just shown you just highlights and tidbits, but the main focus is God. But God. Yes, trust him. Anybody have any questions or anything to say? Praise God, Texas. How you doing? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You want you want to say something? Uh, I just had joined in on the line. I'm going to listen to the message. All right, you can play it back and listen at it all the time. Oh, you just have already started. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You must have went to see. 
Yeah, I just had made it out of Houston. Uh, we had to go take care of my little grandbaby. Oh. Right. I can understand that. But uh, but that's all you got to do. Trust on him. I don't care how hard a problem is with me. I say, Father, I brought it to you. You work it out. And somehow or another, you always work it out. I have that faith and understand it. I don't care what's going on. I go to, go to my heavenly Father. Talk with him. Then he'll tell me it'll be all right. That's all you got to do. This this week. And don't rush him. You give him something else, you can't rush him. I don't care what you try. You can't plea bargain with him. Just sit there and wait on his time. And when he starts blessing you, you, you'll see the differing. But we don't want to wait. We want it right then. No, you don't work that away. He can't bless you and he don't know. He, he know you ain't going to appreciate the blessing. That's why he take his time and give you a blessing. And make sure you, you, you appreciate it. And that's all we have to do. Just lean on it. And, and, and seek after him. His way. Not our way. His way. And do the things he asks you to do. And it's not hard neither. People think it's very hard. It's not hard. It's not hard. Well, just, like you said, Elder and um, mother that came out from Texas, like I said, we're just trying to get people to become more aware and more uh, open up to a better understanding of the, the Word of God and let them see that really is about God, even though we read, say we read the Word of God. So as I'm just going to start on a little bit, we had came from... If you don't get a chance to go back over Isaiah the ninth chapter, that's where we started, but it's found more on when it says for us and to us a child is born as very sick. And then I went to um Isaiah the seventh chapter and then Matthew's the uh the uh Matthew's uh first chapter, the twenty second Matthew the first chapter, the twenty second verse and I went to Isaiah uh, the seventh chapter, um, saying uh, the fourteenth verse. So I was just expounding a little bit on that because we got the Old Testament and the New Testament, and they I said that they put sometimes they put verses together that don't belong together. Even though Isaiah seven talk about a virgin, um, you know, bring forth a son. Shall conceive and bring forth a son and said to call his name Emmanuel. Also in um, Matthew first chapter twenty second is saying the same thing. But according to the Bible, because we're getting new Bibles all the time, they reprinting them, they rewriting them. That back then Emmanuel was spelled E M M A U E L in the New Testament, but it was spelled I M M A U L in the Old Testament. And I just say also. Each some Bibles have footnotes. So and each footnote is according to who wrote the footnote, knowing that when you go to college for your masters or whatever, you have to find write down footnotes where you got your information from and it's found on that. So I gave a little information on the or what two of the footnotes on one from the NIV, my life application Bible, on virgin. When a virgin is translated from a Hebrew word used for an unmarried woman, 
old enough to be married, one who is sexually mature. That's what this one says. Then I have in my archaeological study Bible, it's telling about because in the Matthew part, uh, we know Joseph was supposed to marry, so it tells you in Deuteronomy 22 and 24, a betrothed woman is called a wife. Although the preceding verses speak of her as being a virgin, pledged to be married. Uh, so it's just saying they, they, she, they say she's a wife, but she's a virgin. They say in here, you know, a virgin is, is an unmarried woman old enough to be uh, a married. We know in our time now, we say here a virgin is, a, you know, you're not supposed to have sex when you're a virgin, but then back then in Hebrew, that's just saying you're old enough to be married. So just let you know how things change, how wording change, how time change, and you say in Hebrew, nothing stays the same. So wording, time, how things was, you know, how the dances change, how songs change, how clothes change, how we change. So I said in Jeremiah 8 and 8, the pen describes change things in, with the pen. So I was just giving highlights on that. I also was giving a highlight. I said according to what Bible you have, if you look at Matthew, the 18th chapter, at the 10th verse, when you go to 11th verse, it's not in the Bible. It would go from Matthew 18, 10 to 12, not 11. You will not find verse 11 in there. You will not find, you'll find if your footnotes are uh, asking, they will tell you in St. John 7, in the 53rd verse, it was added much later. It was not there in the beginning. It was uh, St. John's, the 8th chapter, if you're according to what Bible you're reading, it will tell you uh, St. Uh, John 8, 1 through 11, is added much later. So I'm just saying that people know not to take away from whom you are, what is the uh, 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 word of God, just letting you know how really this is, is the main focus is God. And these, this book was fired by God, but written by man. And so I even give an example when they, we talk about, and I think I've done it before, when we talk about the three wise men, what they call magis, but it wasn't three wise men. It was wise men. Now, when you look, and in, 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 uh, it's in Matthews and then it's in Luke. When you look in Matthew, the second chapter, and the, it says the Magi, when they found Jesus, he was in the house with his mother Mary, in the house. He wasn't in the manger. But when you look in Luke, they say they told the shepherds to come and see the little child in the manger. But when you buy a car, you see the, the, the three wise men, and you'll see the shepherds, and you see Joseph and Mary, a little baby Jesus. So what is elders trying to say? Are we trying to say, get a better understanding. You know, read the Word of God and other books and, 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 and study this. Show that self-approved. But the main thing is God. God is the overall picture. This, you know, Jesus, he talked to his Heavenly Father when he, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He went every day to pray for his father, to his father. He went when he was being tempted by the devil. He prayed to his father. So he went to God, and he trusted God. 
get him through everything that he went through. It was nobody but God. It's still the same way, but they try to make him go some more focus and, and, and look to man and look to to other uh, uh, to idols and other things. But he knew what his mission was. He knew who what he was there for. We today we don't know our mission. We sometimes we don't forget who really we are and what we're here for. We're here on earth to do a job. Yet God has brought us into this world has to play a part in this world. We just have a part to play in the world, in this world, because God is in us, and that's why we're here, to play a part in this world, to uplift and take from where we at, take somebody else further down the road. So I'm just saying, you don't forget God, but you still read the Word of God, but read other books. There's other books out there because, as I said, when King James put his version together, you had the Bishop Bible, you had the Geneva Bibles back in centuries back then, you had the manuscripts, you had scrolls, and it was always something written. It is written, so the information is there. But they had to canalize it when they had the Nicene Council had their meeting. They decided what they were going to put in and what they were going to take out. We say it's the 66 books of the Bible, but that was what we were taught. There are more than 66 books of the Bible. But that's what we have as a mouth in the King James Version. So anybody else would like to say anything? Don't seem like nobody wants to say nothing. Well, that was okay. good. It was very, very good. Nope. And, uh, anybody? You don't want to say that in Texas? Uh, Anybody need? No, sir. I'm fine. I'm gonna have to do a replay in order to get the from the beginning of the lesson. Okay. Well, you can always call her. You me. Yeah, oh, okay. You know. I have to get her number. Uh, which uh book did you use for your references on it? For your follow-up books, I'm sorry. There's so many. There's been different. Oh, you Never different one. Different Bible reading. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I say um, I had uh, when I gave your footnotes for say about the version. I that kind of from the the Life Application Bible, uh, the NIV, the New International Version. Um, from the Bible before and the Matthew, and Matthew, I'm coming from my. Uh, Archaeological Study Bible, which is a new NIV version. Like I said, the new big Bible, they all say version. So what they're telling you, they're taking from other books. So uh, you can, whatever Bible you have, you can open all these Bibles. Now, they might have other scriptures that go next to with this scripture, but all of them might be in the same in the same way. This one might have a scripture that's not in the other Bible. Like that picture, what they might have in the King James version. So it was according to of uh, what you're reading, and then like I said, there are other books out. You know, and, and then and, and it's not saying you can't know anything because you can go on. Everybody has a laptop, a computer, an iPad, or whatnot. Whatever you want to know, there is there. We are not in the dark anymore, but we are in the dark when God is trying to bring light. 
and the recreate said in the last days, you know, it's going to be a great falling away. It's going to be famine. It's going to be so, so we see why because of what's taking place now. So you have to know God personally for yourself. But still know the word of God. Okay, then. I will go back over the the taping of the, the lesson and I'll, you know, so I can kind of ponder on it from there. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Anybody need prayer? I'd like to close out if knowing anybody needs prayer, which we all can because there's so much going on in the world and we know it's president and things he's trying to take away and things he's trying to do and he's trying to survive. Um, and our health and finances and our home life and Family, we get so much. So if anybody needs prayer, we pray. We're gonna um, close out. Where's going, New York? Somebody from New York just came on. So, well, we let them know that uh, they can go in and and hear the tape. But came on this evening, they can go back and listen to the teaching. We just thank God for them coming on. We know this time is just so much going on, and sometimes it's hard to come on. But we thank God that you can go back and listen to tonight's uh, session. So um, we thank God for you, New York and Texas. I forgot who else is on the line. But God's word is God's word. It is good. It, like I said, it is fired. It is inspired by God and written by man. But it's a, it's a lesson. It says Bible is is basic instruction. Yeah, but you see, a lot of times uh, people understand it's written by men, but God inspired them to write it in the Old Testament, and they wouldn't go nowhere. They ain't even change their word what God tell them to write. That's the difference. Say what? They wouldn't change the word what God tell them what to write. But the other folks start changing the Bible and then changing the words around. But his prophecies would not change nothing. This one he told them to write, they would write that. And, uh, well, true, but the Bible made basic instructions before leaving earth. So that's yeah. why it was inspired by God, written by man, because it's basic instructions before leaving earth. It instructs us in the way to live. Like that's when I gave meaning for certain words, and they say righteousness means to stand up for what is right, be right, and do right. So it's basic instruction. You can learn from this book, but it's how you perceive this book. Because no matter whoever read it, everybody has their own interpretation, but it's still basic instructions before leaving this earth. You know, so like you're saying, send me, missing the mark. Save me, liberated, stand up right. Salvation means get your life right. Set yourself free. Repent means to stop thinking the way you used to think. Justification means not guilty. And Christ means one who's anointed. You know, they if we really if we took it really into a depth as we go on and really really put it on some more depth or certain things, they had when we say uh Jesus, Jesus you had that name was prevalent in the land. But they you took this Jesus 
as the one who is anointed. He is anointed by God. That's the difference. So yep. saying is the destruction before leaving this earth. So if you take the Bible and learn from it, then we wouldn't be in the situation I say now. I look at now is going back, we going back. Instead of having basic instruction is given, we should be going forward. Now we're going backward. And this Bible has given us basic instruction not to fall into the situation all over again. And by because of that, we back where we be in the book. Say going even back to Genesis is because it became wicked. But it said what we were taught, it says we went by water that time, but we're going by fire this time. Because why? We haven't learned anything. No, we didn't learn nothing. We didn't try to learn nothing. Yeah. So, no. we can't say some reason because it's a how you are being taught. You know, as they say, it's how I was taught and say what I came up with. Okay, that's how I was sending to. I started reading. And God started speaking to me and telling me, as you said, Elder, we, I would like to want to read this. We just so we have this word for the lack of knowledge. We can have the knowledge and wisdom understanding. As we say before, the word of God that was given by man, and as we read, we have found on it even more. Take it to a greater depth and a higher, a deeper depth and a higher height. So we have a better understanding of the word of God. Because we have message from this word that people don't even have an understanding of. Hidden message, hidden nuggets. So, there's a lot to be known and a lot to learn. But the main focus is God. This whole Bible, this whole book is about turning back to God. Every situation that's in this book that everybody went through is because they turn their face from God and decide to go their way. You say, like, Burger King, have it your way. So he said, if you're not going to listen to me, then have it your way. And this was just going to happen. This was going to happen to you. So some decided to turn back. They were the favorite of uh, Moses and, and them. And Abraham returned back. And some decided just to do what they want to do. And when they see the situation come, then they want to cry to God to save them. Get me get him out of the situation. But he said, I, I, I give you enough time to, let me say, get your act together. Amen. If anybody in any prayer, we're going to touch us together. And I'm going to, the Lord is leading me to pray. So I'm going to pray if anybody's not asking to pray. I'm going to pray anyway. Close this out. Father God, we just thank you right now. Father God, we. We give your name and praise. We thank you for this yeah. day you made him. He was able to rejoice and be glad in it, Father God. Glad because nobody but you that woke us up this morning, Father God, and in our right minds that activity of our limbs and the blood still running warm in our veins. We thank you, Father God, that we are that we are not lying on a sick bed and nobody's preparing our grave clothes. And Father God, even if they're on a sick bed, Father God, you are a healer, Father God. You're able to touch deliverance their feet, Father God. So, Father God, whoever's on the line right now, Father God, that's crying out to you, Father God, 
You know what they stand in need of, Father God. You are answered to their prayer, Father God. So them right now in the name of Jesus from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, Father God. Father God, one on the line is crying out for finances right now, Father God. You know the situation has a bill that just needs to be paid, Father God. So, Father God, I'm asking you to open up a window and pour them out the blessing that they have enough for them to receive, Father God. Oh, God, I thank you for it right now, Father God. I believe it's already done, Father God. Father God, break peace in their home right now, Father God. Bring love back into the home right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. I thank you right now, and I give you the name of praise, Father God. Father God, look over that family right now, Father God. Oh, God, touch them individually and collectively right now, Father God. Oh, God, bring love back together, Father God. God, we say you are loved because you first loved us, Father God. So, Father God, whatever needs to be done, bring us back to the first love, Father God, that we may love you once again with the love of God, Father God. Oh, God, we just thank you right now, Father God. Father God, look for our president right now, Father God. We bring him before you, Father God. We know you can work everything out for our good, even though it meant for evil, Father God. We just thank you right now. We thank you for each and every one on this line, Father God. Just touch them right now, Father God. Open up their minds, Father God. Oh, God, oh God, just touch them right now, Father God. Have your way within their life and collectively, Father God. We thank you for what you're doing right now in their life, Father God. Oh, God, that they decide to know what truth is, Father God, that they may be free, Father God. Take off the shackles, Father God, off their feet right now. Take the shackles off their mind right now, Father God. We just thank you and we give your name the praise, Father God. We thank you until we come back again, Father God, that you'll keep us, Father God, that you'll keep us in perfect peace until we come back and meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good night, everyone. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.